too. They be the hardest to keep it a boat. So I'ma just wait every day till it's two. Cause I know for facts they gon' tell me what's up. I be in my car when the station ain't on. No anxious, I'm waiting on them to go live. If it ain't them, then I'm riding in silence. I promise that no one can do what they do. Yeah, it's like hundreds of stations that's airing, but I'd rather listen to Rory and Sue. Rory and Sue. Rory and Sue. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Rory and Sue. Rory and Sue. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Rory and Welcome to the Baller Alert Show, starring Ferrari Simmons and Sue Solo. Baller Alert, Baller Alert, Baller Alert. Welcome to the Baller Alert Show. I go by the name of Ferrari Simmons. And it's your best friend, Sue Solo. Look, uh, y'all. Hey, happy day. Whatever you doing? day. I'm, I'm cool, you know, just... Trying to lose weight and eat good at the same time. How that works, I do not know. <laughs> Somebody help me, help me, please. All right, let's How get, let's get, I'm okay, man. Let's <laughs> get right into it. Oh, matter of fact, happy birthday to my daughters. Uh, I got three birthdays in the whole month of June. So, yeah, you're going to hear me randomly shout their name. Happy birthday to Chase. She turned four. And happy birthday to Lauren. She is 18. Yes, I know that is a wide age gap. I've been outside for a long time. Ooh. Yeah. So, let's get into it. In case you missed it. Just in case you missed it. All right, best friends. So, look, uh, somebody had tweeted that Kodak Black is very high on the cornball list after he shared pictures of himself. So, this man had a helicopter in the background that was, like, completely decked out in Kobe Bryant, like, colors. You know, the Laker colors. that had the number 24 on it. Kodak was dressed, drenched down in Kobe gear. And his caption said, I'm out here 24 a day. I'm like Kobe. Now, it's not really sitting well with some folks. It was a tribute, but it was very insensitive. It was a opinion. it was a Florida boy tribute is, is what I will say. It was that a Kodak was. Black tribute. Mm-hmm, okay. Well, someone else had tweeted, um, this is mad disrespectful with the helicopter in the background. So, again, I, I personally, I just think Kodak is misunderstood or or he just throwed off. It's, it's one or the other, maybe both. Uh, could be both, yeah. <laughs> could be both, could be but both. I don't think he was trying to disrespect Kobe or Kobe's family. I really think that he thought this was a good tribute. Um, and I think in this case, it's the intent that matters. I, I really don't think he was trying to be disrespectful. Thank Not Kodak. Not Thank Kobe. You. you know what I'm saying? Nah, okay. But look, strippers, dancers, exotic ladies of the night, whatever it is that we calling y'all today, I just need y'all to go to work with a damn money marker, sis, because them usher bucks is real out here. There is an Ohio man who actually got arrested for tipping a dancer with fake money. He got mm. arrested. You That's been circulating for a while, though. Fake money's not new. It's definitely not he, new. This must have been a large. Uh, this must have been a large tip. Yeah, and I wonder, like, how did he get caught before he left? Like, did the dancer like look at the ones, or did did the ones feel like freaking construction paper? And sis was like, she probably Hold on. had a marker. She ain't had no marker. No, okay. Where, I mean, where was it? Oh. She had it like hidden somewhere. Probably in Ohio, right? It, they, no, they, they do be doing Ohio like Florida things. What they do? What? How? How? How is Ohio Florida Junior? Ohio. It's either somebody from Ohio or somebody from Florida that's got some <laughs> shit going on. So, yeah. All I'm right. not surprised. I, I'm not surprised either. But honestly, <laughs> at this point, sis, like, you know what? Whoever thinks to check for ones, whoever thinks that you're gonna get fake ones, though, like that's oh, so they was fake me. ones. I mean, oh. he ain't look like the type to be throwing no twenty fifty hundreds. True, true. Not true, true, true. Uh, All right, yeah, well, yeah, that's. All right, well, somebody who I don't think 
would throw fake money at a strip club or anywhere at that is Atlanta's very own low baby. Congratulations are in order for Quality Control's leading man who was just awarded with Songwriter of the Year. Um, the songs that he will recognize for uh, is not limited to, but here are some of them. The Bigger Picture, Baby, Emotionally Scarred, and obviously several more. Now, one thing's for certain, two things for show. It has been one hell of a year for Lil Baby. I mean, he really just kind of... I don't, I don't know if I even feel comfortable saying this, but I feel like he's like quality controls guy. Like he's the number one at the label where for so long, you know, we always just thought about the Migos. But now I just feel like so many people just kind of stuck on Lil Baby. He's my top five rapper like from Atlanta of all blank? time. He's my top five rapper from Atlanta of all time already. That's actually really cool that he could have that type of recognition he so He holds fast. that place to me. That's crazy. In, in 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 no time at that. So, you know who else we should congratulate right now? And I really mean this, y'all. I am not being funny whatsoever. Young Buck, okay? If, if this is true, if this is true, a blogger came out and said that Young Buck has come out and is now openly living with his transgender girlfriend and this is the same transgender person that 50 cent kind of been teasing him about like like 50's like yo is it on social media did he do it on social media I mean there's a video of him and he's actually done interviews where he admits that he was with a transgender but did not know that the person was transgender so Mm. you know ever since then people are like nah you knew you knew that was Mm. a transgender stop playing and then maybe we need to have him call in Hey. hey, Buck, hit us up. Ball alert. At ball alert. Call us. Ask for candy. Candy what with I eye. What I would say is 50 has been, you know, coming at Buck for a while, saying like, yo, just come out if you gay, just be gay. Like, that's true. If you, if yeah, be if who you, gay, you are, be you know what I'm saying? But my thing is, you cannot keep coming at somebody to come out if they're not ready to come out. That is also true. And he might not even be gay, though. You know what I'm saying? This, like, we don't know. And, and hell, maybe Buck don't even damn know if he gay or not. I don't know. Mm. But if the man want to be gay in silence, let him be gay in silence. Like, let him be gay until he want to come out. And that was your man's at one point. You I don't know, know like if it's, I... It's coming I, off like he's yeah. taunting him. Like, okay. like, that was your boy. That was your brother. Y'all was G-unit down to the T. I just think that they never was friends. That was a business transaction but yeah you know how this goes in the industry yeah 50 be careful though cause you know you don't want like the gay community to think that you're trying to like LBGT and then a whole bunch of other letters then plus telling you it's a lot they they like the beehive now they they, they worse than the beehive listen young buck if you gay sir living your truth and come out when you ready and if you not I hope you make it but through. You do need to come out eventually, though. I don't think you that should just forever he, live in the jail. No, he can do what he want to do. Okay. Hey, I mean, man, do what you want to do. Okay. If you want to live with your transgender. I would definitely to say that. to live in your truth, though. That's important. That's important for your mental state of mind. I mean, so. like, what do y'all want? Do y'all want him to, like, go I want him to live in his truth. Or, like, nah, you know, I don't want him. Like, he don't hey, got to do all that. What y'all want him to do? But I do want him to live in his truth. So, yeah. Whatever that is. And I want him to be comfortable. I, you can tell that he's not comfortable in certain spaces. I mean, it's scary so. for black people. And I think black men, especially, you saw what happened to that little boy in Atlanta whose family members, you know, shaved his hairline back. 
Yeah, and they that. wrote gay in his head and they were slapping him and, and basically abusing him on live for being gay. Like basically trying to like beat the gay out of him. So it is a stigma in the black community. It is very difficult for black people to come out as gay or transgender. So if he is uncomfortable, I get it. The way to to help him feel comfortable is not by blasting him on social media if he's not ready to come out. That's not how you do it's it. Still, I, I would like to say this is still um, something that we should be continuing to learn. I know I was very mm-hmm. ignorant to um, that lifestyle for a long time, but then my cousin uh, openly came out and mm-hmm. said he was gay, and I was like, "Damn, okay, well, you know, that's my actual cousin, and mm-hmm. I grew up with him, and I love my cousin, and." Um, I understood a lot more from my cousin and learning from my cousin. Then I didn't know how ignorant I was to that until it was hit me close to home. So I would say uh, this is definitely something that we should learn. Um, you know, I don't necessarily think um, people are aware of how not smart and not and I, or, or I don't think people are aware of how ignorant they are towards mm-hmm. uh, this community of people, mm-hmm. and they deserve the same respect and decency that. All genders, all genders and races deserve. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I say that I say that humbly, and I say that honestly. Like, and I, I will also say that I was very ignorant uh, to that lifestyle for a long time, for a very long time. But once my my cousin openly came out, I sat down and I learned from him. You know, things that he had to endure as a person. I was like, damn, this, that was a lot. You know, and that's it wasn't cool. I'm glad you, you know could say that because I've yeah. heard some straight people be like. I mean, I'm straight. You know, I'm open with my sexuality. Why can't they just say what they are? Because you don't get shunned for being straight. You know, yeah, you don't difficult. get discriminated against. It's for definitely being... difficult, especially like Come you know, now. even in sports. And we could talk about this all day. But yep. like football, uh, mm. I believe the first um, football openly player gay. came out openly gay, and the NFL supported him. If this was 20 years ago, I don't know if that would have happened. Absolutely not. I don't, I don't know think he would have been comfortable coming out whatsoever. Would have supported him. No. So, you know, times are changing and people are learning more. Just like, remember, HIV, you thought a certain thing about catching mm-hmm. that disease. Now, mm-hmm. it's so much more learned from that. So, uh, same yep. thing with this, you know. Let's just stop being ignorant and blind to the fact and, and learn and research. And um, These people are same human beings and... Many people are yes. hilarious. They're funny. They're human. They're That's human. It. They are just and everything. We can that learn a lot of. from them as far as like humanity because they mm-hmm. support each other for real. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a big deal. But anyway, yeah. That's what we're missing in this world is compassion and some humanity. And you know what? We're gonna talk to somebody who needs some compassion because the media <laughs> has dragged him quite a bit for <laughs> some things quite that have happened on the reality show that he that he's on and some things that are happening with his daughter and his baby moms and the girlfriend jumping in it's it's, it's a lot going on so we are definitely going to talk to uh caesar of the black ink mm. very shortly more with the ball alert show don't go nowhere we'll be right back stay tuned with more of the baller alert show hey my name is jay shetty and i'm the host of on purpose I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. 
In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the Baller Alert Show, starring Ferrari Simmons and Sue Solo. On today's episode of the Baller Alert Show podcast, we have a very special, talented, sometimes controversial, super, I don't even know what else to call you, but we have... Caesar. Entrepreneur. I kind of like that lineup. I'm not all the way controversial. Like, I, I, I got my, my bullshit with me. As we all do, you know, it kind of comes with it. That's so what, what's going on with you, Caesar? On, on reality TV at that. Yeah. Listen, I'm still filming with this season nine now. Um, We about to finish up the back end of it. Well, we about to start the back end of season nine. Um, still over enough shops, you know what I mean? I got a couple, I got a couple shops that I'm really proud of, like my Houston shop that, my last shop that just opened. Houston's popping, you know, like I ain't know how popping Houston. And then, you know, we just got the regular black ink thing going on. And then I got my clothing line of Beautiful Death going on. And a couple other things, you know, that I'm putting together, my little production company. Okay, okay. okay, so I actually heard that before Black Ink, the reality series, became a thing, you actually turned down 
reality TV a few times? Yeah, like three, four times. What made this a go? <sighs> My cousin Teddy telling me I'm stupid and stop playing around. It's time to change our lives and try something different. You know, when you regularly watch reality TV back in the days, especially for me, it was always, it was always like humiliating for the man. And I always been never wanted to be that guy. But you know, sometimes you need, you need a tool so you can push your success. And sometimes if you change, try to change the narrative a little bit, it can suit you. And with reality TV, I'm not going to say everything that's been put out on me is like me, but most of the gist of it is me. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You said reality TV. Why is it that Caesar is either loved or hated? What? Why? It's either a love or hate thing. Like, I used to wonder, like, damn, why do people hate me like that? But you got to understand, I'm the representation of most people's bosses. You know, so if they they could see me and be like, I hate my boss and I could be the representation of your boss. And it's just so ill, it's just like, wow. I never even thought about it like that. And then the other thing is just like, some people love me because of how I'm pushing certain things, how I'm pushing the narrative of black, black business owners and entrepreneurs and I'm pushing it. Like people think tattoo shops is just just some some somehow can you say it like a nail salon? They really don't respect it, and they wasn't respecting it until I put made them respect the name Black King by me opening them so many shops and still opening. All I'm trying to do is just show our culture that we can do more. Okay, so now while the idea that some people might not like you because you remind them of their boss, that idea might be true. But it seems mm-hmm. like people find multiple reasons to hate on Caesar. Okay, whether it's people just saying like, "Oh, he ain't that good of an artist," or "Oh, he ain't that good of a businessman," or look at the drama he's going through with his with his daughter and his baby. Like people can find so many different reasons. But I will say, I do feel like in the past few months, the biggest thing has been family drama. So how is it that you can really kind of balance? trying to maintain your professionalism, you're opening these new shops, of course, you don't want your reputation to be tarnished with some of the right. negativity that comes with reality TV. So how the hell do you do this? Man, uh, I'm gonna be truthful with you. This, uh, I've been going through stuff since day one on reality TV. If everybody know my journey, they know most of the time I come out on top. All I really can say is that Everything I do and everything I, I, I mean towards people is always out of my heart. So I always feel that I always been blessed because I never do nothing malice. And most of the time when people see I'm going through stuff and in the end it's like, ah oh, man, this wasn't about nothing. This person was just talking some crazy shit. It's just, just how it is. Especially with this family drama, people gotta understand. The only reason why it's so big is because it's me. You feel me? People in the spotlight, you know, it's gonna be magnified. People go through family drama all the time. You know what I mean? At Thanksgiving, at Christmas, like it's no different. My family have a disagreement. I'm not saying saying it's over for my whole family. We're never gonna talk again. Nah, we just had disagreements. We're gonna get past it. You know how black people are? We dysfunctional as hell. But at the end of the day, we still love each other. 
Okay, okay, wait, let me chime in. Tag me in, Sue. Tag me in, Sue. Uh, now, we were talking about the family stuff. We got the relationship stuff, too. Now, I didn't see, I don't watch the show all the time, but I've definitely seen some times of the show. Well, it ain't the same girl. <laughs> I don't know how to say which time, because it really depends on when he caught his ass. That's who he was with. Okay, okay. So, how is it um, being who you are and your relationship, your personal relationship, being in front of millions of people? How is that? Because that wasn't how it was before you got on TV. No, it definitely wasn't how it was before I got on TV. Like, relationships, man, being on TV, it got its ups and downs, man. I'm not going to tell you no lie. Like, I'm I'm happy that I'm in a relationship, but it's just like it's it's a roller coaster. Like I'm still learning it, and I'm still learning certain things. Like she's still learning certain things. Like being with a guy like me, I know it's difficult. Feel me? You got girls coming on to me all the time. You got you got all types of stuff going on, especially with my family drama, with everything, with work drama. It's it's difficult, and especially. You gotta go home and try to have a regular life. So that's a whole nother plateau. But with Sue, I like her, you know what I mean? She a go-getter. Like, that's why I decided to like settle down with her because she really, she really reminds me a lot of myself. She's just, the only thing that bothers me is she's taller than me. But other than that- She's very tall. Yes, she's very tall. And she then she wears heels and I'll be like, yo, every time I break her heels, she seems to buy a new one. It's not right. Wait, wait. So wait, let me chime in. Not every time I break her heels. That's basketball, basketball kids, Caesar. Basketball kids, NBA. No? Nah, I don't think. I think I'm too short. It might cut. We might not get her height, yo. (laughs) I was thinking about like, hmm, she can make me a basketball player, but now I'm like, uh, my luck. He's just gonna have her attitude and have my height, so I don't know, man. Oh, so look, clearly, you know, we know that men and women, but men who are in the spotlight or are in a certain tax bracket or who live in a certain lifestyle, obviously, we know the ladies come at y'all. So let let me just clear this up for for, for my my girl, uh, my, my sister in name, Sue. Let me just say, I'm sure she ain't tripping about the ladies that come at you. It's more so about the possibility that you might go after some of them ladies. So, I'm just I'm just going to say this because y'all always say, y'all, oh, I know it's hard to be with a guy like me in this industry, the ladies. We ain't worried about that. We worried about y'all reaction. Okay, so long It's It sounded like you dated an industry guy before. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta fix this narrative How y'all be trying to say We ain't worried about the ladies We worried about y'all reacting to the ladies That's You said we? Did you say we? we I could have swore you said we No, it's ladies. team ladies It's team lady You know, you know, uh, women they, they stay together, bro They stick together uh, I, could, I, thought, I thought she had a little celebrity in her bag But, you know what I mean? But No, no I, I try I'm gonna be I, You know I'm gonna be completely honest with you In the beginning It was hard Feel me, them first three months of dating, like you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know, like, yo, is I'm going to really mess with this girl. This is just a little fling, and I'm on to the next one. But after those 90 days, because most girls don't last 90 days, I'm going to be completely honest. 
And then after everything we was going through, I just decided like, nah, I ain't gonna play around. Because she brought more to the table than most of these girls could ever bring. So I decided, you know, I'm a businessman. I start weighing my options. Plus, I'm getting older. It's kind of be silly just be a playboy for the rest of my life. Okay, so what do you feel about her having friends of the opposite sex? I mean, everybody has friends of the opposite sex, you know? Yeah, because soon me and you were friends, and but you cool with my wife, though. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, okay. hey, most of the time, true story, like, in our field, she does real estate. I do tattoos. We got to deal with the opposite sex. So as long as there's trust there, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a problem. Okay, all right. Most men wouldn't want they want to talk having friends of the opposite sex. I don't Is think that a rule? That, that, that's- I don't think it should be a rule, but yeah, some guys, yeah, you already know. Some guys uh, have weird controlling issues. <laughs> now, I'm not really controlling. I'm not really the jealous type. I always feel if somebody going straight like that, you know what I mean? It's just going to happen. Ain't nothing you could do about it. Thanks. Okay. It's going to be a season 10. <laughs> they cut the bag. Yo, listen. After this season's done, if they cut this bag right, yeah, they're gonna be a season ten. They want to mm-hmm. do season ten. They honestly want to sign me on for for five more seasons. But you know, I gotta see how this this bag is going. We've been on here about we've been over ten seasons, but people ain't counting those point like point fives and whatnot. So we had three like season two point five, season three point five, and those whole seasons. We really into like our twelfth season. So mm. I, I, I gotta see, I gotta weigh the options because I don't want to be a one trick pony and just been doing reality TV my whole life. Like I've been thinking about getting into movies and other stuff other than just business, but more in the entertainment field. You know what I mean? And I, I'm, I just gotta see because there's a lot of other reality stars that have ventured out and fell on their face. And honestly, I'm kind of hot right now on VH1. I really don't want to leave, but. If there's more money out there for me, I gotta explore the possibilities. So is it kind of swimming in your okay. head that you know what? Let me not, let me not do more black ink with with this company because I want to start my own production company and I could just do my own shit. Nah, I feel like I've always been somebody that's always been loyalty's always been something to me. And if you started me off with day one from a snot-nosed kid that really was just in the streets. And you basically, I had a name in Harlem, but it's not like how it is right now. I have some type of loyalty towards you. So the Black Ink brand will always stay with VH1 because it always, that's that's where it started, you feel me? Like even going further, even if I'm not on the show, that's still my, I still own the name. I still will have the show going on and I will have another black tattoo artist or black boss like me in in my replacement. But this thing is bigger than just me anymore. It's about it's about the culture and showing black kids and minorities that you come from nothing and make something of yourself, man. Y'all seen it televised, honestly. Hey Sue, can we can we have uh, Caesar chime in on our uh, ball of mail? I think that would be the most appropriate thing that we could do. Okay, uh, we'll be right back with the Ball Alert Show. Uh, Ferrari Simmons, Sue Solo. We'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. 
I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Message! All right, we are back with the Ball Alert Show. Uh, Mr. Caesar is in the building from Black Ink. Season 9 is on the way, and a possible 10 if the bag is right, VH1. Get y'all shit together. All right, dear Rari, I have a father-in-law from hell. My wife is from the Army family. She works out four days a week. Her dad, her mom, and siblings all work out crazy. Me, I don't work out. Matter of fact, if I tried to lift a weight, I'd probably pass out. I make a great living in virtual construction engineering. I work from home. My father-in-law wanted my wife to marry her ex who currently plays for the New England Patriots. (laughs) He's always disrespectful calling me a weak man or asking me to get in the gym. My wife thinks it's funny. 
but I'm starting to think my in-laws have it out for me. What do you guys think? Oh, man, you gonna put me on the spot? Yeah, you listen, go first. Man. Yeah. Right, man. Oh, homie, you better get in the gym or somebody gonna take your chick. The family in law don't like you already because it seems like you're lazy. Yeah, money is cool, but money ain't everything. If you're walking around all sloppy, she not gonna want you, especially if her ex plays football. He got money to anybody. And he might be the side nigga. Yo, listen, man. If I was you, yo, do a push-up, do a sit-up, do something, bro, because you about to get divorced. Please hold up. You know what? I, I don't got nothing else to say. I, I agree with my good brother Caesar. He, he said it. That's it. That's all. All right, well, I'm going to chime in. Tag me in, Sue. There you go. Uh, Caesar, thank you, sir. Uh, sir, it, it seems like you probably got a really badass body, bro. Your wife is probably with you because you got good health insurance, 401k, and all that good stuff, and savings and all that. And at the time, the, the dude she was dealing with didn't have, wasn't making no money because he was preparing for the draft. He was probably in college. Now you got a bag, and daddy is paying attention to all of that, especially if daddy works out and got the six-pack, the little six-pack, eight-pack thing going on. And you probably got a one pack, you know what I'm talking about? The keg belly. You probably got a keg and the ex, you know, and he the dad is get there, Gary Damn is talking to that uh ex too, by the way. He's telling him to come over to the house. When you go on your little work sabbatical, like a little dummy, you better start doing some push-ups, some working out tips, something. You better start doing some uh sit-ups. You better do the whole PX90 workout. You better do something, bro, because your whole uh let your lady is going to leave you. For the, for the eight-pack guy that played for the New England Patriots. And I think I have an idea who this is, but I'm going to leave it alone. So I think so, too, but I'm going to leave that one alone, too. <laughs> Caesar, we appreciate you, bro. Right, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Caesar, from Black Ink, and hopefully we will see uh, a season 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. You might see me get my cover-up tattoo on the next season of Black Ink. <laughs> <laughs> Any shout outs before we get up out of here, Sue Solo? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to shout out my, my homeland of Tigray like I do every week. Um, shout out to the people who are really trying to help bring Tigray to peace. The people that are trying to help bring aid to the, the starving people of Tigray, the displaced people of Tigray. The Tigray genocide is still going on. It'll hit 240 days very soon. We still need acknowledgement. We still need support. Um, if you guys don't know, my mother lives in this war region of Ethiopia. And sometimes I can get her on the phone. Sometimes I can't. Sometimes she has access to her bank. Sometimes she doesn't have access to funds. So I just need everybody to look up hashtag Tigray Genocide and help us bring awareness. Because listen, y'all, there will be millions of black lives lost if we don't do this. Make sure y'all follow me on the gram at underscore Sue Solo. I always post resources and different th- different ways that y'all can help bring awareness to this Black Lives Matter movement because it is a Black Lives Matter movement. All right. Love y'all. Uh, and before we get up out of here, I know y'all was talking smack. Hawks and seven versus the Knicks. We beat the Knicks. Hawks and seven versus Philly. We beat Philly. And I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this right now. Hawks and seven against the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean that. Okay? See y'all next time. Spoiler can't get enough of Baller Alert? Follow us on all social media platforms at Baller Alert. Or log on to BallerAlert.com.